Welcome, sports fans, to the 55th episode of You Bet. It is Friday, June 30th, 2023. Thanks for joining us today as we discuss sports betting tips, picks, and other good stuff. Everything discussed is for entertainment purposes only. It's always a losing bet to bet where illegal. And remember to never bet what you cannot lose. Today, today, we have a lot going on. We'll be reviewing the over and unders for the NFL, AFC, and NFC East divisions. We have updates for the Summer Fling Baseball Betting Challenge to see who's winning. I uh, have some guesses there. And there are a lot of baseball picks, some soccer, locks of the week, Hail Marys, and so much more ready to go today. So you are in for a treat. Also, don't forget to check out our bonus picks and commentary on Twitter at UBet underscore podcast. That's UBet underscore podcast. That's also where all the fun's taking place for the Summer Fling Trash Talking. So... Join in that fun as well. Thanks for joining us today. Let's go around the horn and see who is on the field. Let's go to the man who is now 2-0 and on perfect games. Wow. Let's see how Mike's doing today. Yes, doing fantastic this Friday morning. Uh, I actually bet the last perfect game as well. And Matt Kane had uh, his perfect game in 2012. And now Jermaine... Uh, two days ago, got that done for the summer fling. So I'm very good at betting on perfect games. So <laughs> yeah, currently at 60250 in the summer fling. Thank to thanks to all of us getting crushed yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> but you came back. I mean, you were on the ropes and you came back. Oh yeah. If I had lost the Atlanta bet, I would have been down to seventeen dollars. Seventeen credits. Yes. Credits. Yeah. Credits dollars. Wait, nope, not different. It's very different. <laughs> called the Spanish doubloons. I don't care. Yes. All right. Let's go now to the man who really has no highs and lows. He's just pure consistency. Dave, how are you today? Fantastic. Happy Friday, everybody. Uh, let's see here. Summer fling. Again, consistent. Just not too high, not too low. Um, but I'm sitting at 752.50 right now, which is, I'm okay. We're just kind of treading water right now. Just to Waiting for our time to uh, sprint to the front. Nope. <laughs> I'm, ready, I'm, Jeff. I'm here to learn something, and I have to admit, this time, this week, the first time I record a loss in recent memory. I went two and three Aww. last week. My hot streak has been broken, Aww. but my hotness has not, so I'm going to keep on going. We have uh, Summer Fling. Guess who's winning, bitches? That's me. And I took a big hit yesterday with those goddamn Kansas City teams are always doing it to me. <laughs> the, the fucking the, 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 the chefs, the Royals, all of them can go S and D all day. But um, I'm at I'm at eight eight five. Oh, and by the way, I'm, I'm a bit fired up today. If you guys don't like potty words, uh, please don't listen to this podcast because I have no guarantees of what I'm going to say today. Oh boy! But uh, yeah, I'm at eight eight five eight hundred and eighty five Spanish doubloons. So Ooh. I am in the lead. Screw you! I'm coming back. I'm going to take that terrible loss with the uh, the Royals over the Guardians yesterday and shove it right up the Royals backside so so let's get in let's see what more damage we can do let's get right into it where we're going to stay take all of our units and stick it in one place uh, uh. all right guys we're making it rain 
Mike, let's make it rain today for everybody in the audience. What's your lock of the week? Mr. McClanahan is back on the mound for the Rays, so I can never pass up taking him. Uh, get a get a good a pretty good value too. He's on the road in Seattle, minus one thirty five. Probably coming off an injury too, so that probably helps the uh, the line a little bit. Um, pretty good value bet uh, going against uh, Mr. Miller for the Mariners. Uh, Rays are kind of been a. Uh, a little mediocre team as of late after their hot start, but I think they're, they're ace on the mound coming back from injury. Good sign for them. Love it. Take the raise minus one thirty five. I think that is a good value there, Mike. Like it, like it, Dave, what do you like? What do you see out there for your lock of the week? Dave, do you have a lock of the week? Why, yes, my lock of the week ha, 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 will be in uh, soccer. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> I don't think you can hear us. Ha, 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 ha. Oh. All right. Open. So I'm going to pass it right along while Dave reboots and joins us. Yep. Let me give you my uh, hot take on a hot pick for the lock tonight, 8.05 Eastern on the mounds, we have the Astros and the Rangers. It's number one and two in the AL West battle. I'm looking at this game up and down and sideways, and the best bet to place here for the lock of the week is the under of nine and a half. Under mm. nine and a half tonight for the Astros and the Rangers. Why, you may ask, because the Astros have the number one ERA in Major League Baseball at 3.58. I like that, and a very deep bullpen. It's so deep. They are both third in the amount of runs allowed, which isn't a bad thing to uh, to say there. The uh, the the Rangers are uh, hitting the ball pretty pretty good, pretty good overall. I'd say that their uh, their batting average is number one in the league right now, so have to worry about that. But we have Blanco uh, on the mound for the Astros. Last time he pitched, he only gave up two hits and two walks in six innings, like that, huh? That's a pretty good stat. And Gray, last time he was up, uh, he only gave up three hits and two walks in, in five innings. I think this is going to be a battle. They want to fight for this AL West slot. They are going to uh, – this is going to be a, more of a pitcher's battle, and I think that uh, the bats are not going to carry them over that nine and a half given uh, the Astros pitching uh, on the mound today. So – I uh, take that under nine and a half as my lock of the week for the Astros and Rangers at eight Oh five Eastern. And if I talk Jeff. long enough, maybe Dave can join us for his lock of the week. Hey everybody. Familiar voice. And just, just yeah. for updates, like don't go back and listen to what was said earlier. Just let's ignore that. I ever happened. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll do that. Cause it was, it, uh, it went, Mike would stop talking. <laughs> so lock that of the was week. good. You should, you should good, go professional with that. Hey, you should have saw me during the COVID days on uh, video calls. I would get out of them all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Just do the face freeze. I'm good to go. All right, lock of the week here, guys. Um, San Francisco Giants over the Mets, one minus 125. Cobb over Cookie. Everybody loves cookies, but Cookie has sucked lately. He's a stale <laughs> cookie, and he's been banged up. So this is where I'm going to go with the Giants. Uh, even though they're going to be in uh, in New York, I'm going to take uh, I'm going to take the Giants over the Mets. 
a bargain bet of San Francisco minus 125. Cobb is five and two with a 3.09 ERA. Cookie is two and three with a 6.19 ERA. So taking Cobb over Cookie, that's my lock of the week. Is that like the cookie that you think is the chocolate chip cookie and it turns out to be oatmeal raisin? Oh, yeah, or, that, or, or the macadamia nut. Ooh, ooh, jeez, no. that shouldn't be allowed. There should be, there should no. be laws and regulations for that. No, like, or white chocolate too. Who puts white chocolate in cookies? Oh, I don't mind the white chocolate. Racist. Oh. Yeah, jeez, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> that, that wraps up wraps up the locks of the week. <laughs> Our recipes of the week too. <laughs> <laughs> Please join us for our next podcast where we talk about how to make chocolate chip cookies. Yay! <laughs> All right. So those are locks of the week, but we have way more to get through. So let's just jump into that. Are you crying? No. Are you no. crying? Are you crying? There's no crying. There's no crying in baseball! Why don't you leave her alone, Jimmy? Oh, you zip it, Doris! Ed Doris. Rogers Hornsby was my manager, and he called me a talking pile of pig shit. And that was when my parents drove all the way down from Michigan to see me play the game! And did I cry? No, no. No! No! And you know why? No. Because there's no crying in baseball. There's no crying in baseball! No crying! <laughs> She's crying, sir. <laughs> I was crying, so strong sir. there. He's he's awesome. So good, so good. I feel the same way when uh, I have a a cookie that I thought was chocolate chip and ends up being raisin, and I start right. to cry as well. Running <laughs> uh, theme. I love that clip so much. So that brings us to talking about Major League Baseball, other games going on out there, a lot of good games. Dave, what other games do you like out there for the audience to recommend for a pick? All right, so I got two here. One of them is going to be my fling, but not the first one. Uh, first one is going to be Dodgers over the Royals. Um, minus 220. Uh, the Royals are starting. Somebody I don't even think has started a game, and they're just going to pluck them up out of the minors uh, under the name of Marsh. Dodgers got Miller starting at 3.1 ERA. He does give up a few runs, but not enough for the Kansas City Royals. This is going to be one of his days where he gets to lower his ERA. Uh, my fling, though, is going to be Baltimore over the Twins. Okay? So mm-hmm. Baltimore over the Twins. I got uh, Kramer over Lopez. <clears throat> the uh, Kramer's an 8.3 uh, win uh, total with a 4.5 ERA. Lopez is three and five. Baltimore, another bargain bet here at minus 115 at home against the Twins, who are struggling. So Twins keep on losing. Gardos keep on winning. I'll be happy. Nice. Nice. Good picks. Like some of that. Mike, what do you like out there? I'll just make this short and sweet. I like Baltimore and the Dodgers. I hate you, Dave. Go on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Picks, both goddamn picks. Oh, Jeff's gonna take the twins and the Royals now. <laughs> I should, but I won't I mean, because when you picked the one, I was like, okay, and then you're like, oh, then I'm gonna go over to Baltimore. I'm like, oh my god, I hate you so much, so much right now. <laughs> Are you well, gonna declare what your fling pick is, though, Mike? Oh, my fling pick is uh, is the Rays. Okay, all right. Is that, is that cool? <laughs> 
I, I'm totally cool with that. Yeah. All right. If it's, not in, uh, if it's not on Twitter, it doesn't exist. That's true. My, my, my fling will also be my lock, which was the uh, Astros Rangers under. Just a reminder that that'll be my Ooh. fling. As well. I'll, I'll commit to that. But my other pick for baseball does go along with you guys, but only one of the two because I only picked one additional game. It's the Dodgers over the Royals for all those reasons, but mainly because I'm really fucking mad at the Royals and I hope they lose and die. So anybody in Kansas City can come come bring that shit to me because I don't like any of you. So Dodgers are going to win. The one big number here, uh, one, two, two, two numbers here that I want to share that Dave didn't talk about was, and the Royals are only 11 and 30 at home. Holy crap. That's terrible. That's embarrassing. No wonder why they can't get pitchers. Because nobody wants to go on the goddamn mound. They don't want to put right. it in a jersey. Plus, it's 150 degrees there with no breeze. Right. Right. Screw you, wow. Kansas City. But also uh, on the run side, like there's a good number here that I like that really, really tipped this in the scale for me is that the Dodgers are number two in the league for runs per game, while the Kansas City Cocksuckers are at uh, 29th in the league. So the, that that one was big for me for that for that stat and push it over. I have them at minus 210. Um, I like it as that pick. It's 810 tonight. Uh, Dodgers are 21 and 20 on the road. They won uh, six out of their last 10. I think they're going to take the Royals handedly here, and uh, it better happen because that'll put a smile on my face. All right, so that uh, that's our MLB picks, and we're all aligned on the Dodgers. So uh, sorry about the uh, lack of variation there, but but a lot of good but. games to watch. A lot of good games to watch. All right. Yes. So that's our baseball, and now the football. How about I go ahead and address the larger than average elephant in the room? No, I have never coached the sport that you folks call football. At any level? Jesus. Fuck. Um, and heck, you could fill two internets with what I don't know about football. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to be interviewed or in a press junket and they ask me a question. And I can just use that line, like whatever the topic is. Like, you know, what do you know about marketing? Ah, I can feel two internets with what I don't know about marketing. <laughs> <laughs> and be like, oh, so you're the head of marketing? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that brings us that, of course, that intro means we're going to be talking about the football. The football. Uh, Dave, what do you see out there that is worth uh, putting a few units on? Well, I think uh, Cincinnati called me, FC Cincinnati called me and asked me to stop picking them because every time they've been favored in a game uh, and I pick them, they've lost. So uh, I'm going to avoid uh, Cincinnati this week and allow them to win. Um, however, I'm going to stay in Ohio and I'm uh, going to stick with the, the Columbus crew over the New York Red Bulls. Columbus is minus 103 over New York. Uh, they have a better record than them and uh, just hoping and praying God <laughs> that I'm not the Malloy for every Ohio soccer team. So Columbus <laughs> over New York, minus 103. Come on, let's go, crew. Let's go, crew. <laughs> Mike, did you pick the same? No, no, I've got a little variation today, guys. Nice. Uh, I have the uh, Nashville Soccer Club. They're third in the Eastern Conference, 10-5-5. and five. Uh, on the, Oh, no, they're at home. Sorry, this reversed. This reverse names is still messing with me. Uh, they're at home against DC United, who's seven, eight, and five, uh, ninth in the Eastern Conference. And uh, I think Nashville win. Uh, picked them basically because 
It, they had SC in it. I figured out that meant for soccer club. And I was excited that I figured something out. You played soccer, right, Mike? I've been in high school for two years. And the only okay. reason I played is because <laughs> I played baseball. And I thought I can hit a ball going 85 miles an hour. I can catch one going way less than that. That was the only reason I played. All right. Just curious. Yes. So I haven't followed soccer in years. So, yes, Nashville Soccer Club. Let's take them to the bank or something. Take them to, to the Nightmare. bank. <laughs> uh, for my soccer pick here, ladies and gentlemen, um, I have not much to add because I'm with Dave. I'm with crew, which means we just gave them the old – the old uh, kiss of death here, but uh, crew over north uh, the New York Red Bulls. Well, there's a couple of reasons why I picked this bet. That's maybe a little different than Dave's. One, New York Red Bulls. What a bunch of fucking sellouts! They're the Red Bulls. Like, come on, guys. That's that's terrible. They're number twenty nine in completed passes and number twenty nine in fouls committed. They're a bunch of d bags, man. Like they can't even <laughs> they can't work together as a team, and all they do is commit fouls. I'm like, this team is not uh not uh, not friendly. They should be from Kansas City. They suck so bad. But uh, <laughs> wow! <laughs> but the crew is number one in goals and number two in passes, completed passes, and they have a plus twelve goal differential on the season so far. And I like all those numbers going into this game. I was looking for teams besides Cincinnati that uh, you know that have been up and coming that also have been able to actually put the old ball in the net and score points. So that goal differential I thought was a uh, a stat that I'm gonna keep an eye on to help see if it gives a little bit of an edge here for the picks on picks on the pitch. All right. I got one, I got one bonus soccer pick here because Ooh. we got the Gold cup going on. So uh, Jamaica who played us uh, strong and that ended up in a draw one-to-one and the U S uh, just beat the shit out of St. Kitts and Nevis. Uh, so take the over four goals minus minus one twenty-five. Uh, that game is going on on the second. Okay. So, over four goals, minus 125 in the St. Kitts, Jamaica game. It's Jamaica. Nice. The Caribbean Bowl. Yes. That's not that. It's not that. Nobody calls it, it be. that. They should. Well, good. Thanks for the bonus pick, Dave. Uh, and, you know, the real winners on the bonus picks is our audience. So thank you for, for putting that <laughs> in there. That wraps up what we don't know about soccer. <laughs> so uh, which would fill two internets. And now, ladies and gentlemen, you are in for a treat. And let's just kick it off here with uh, uh, let's do something here. Foosball. With, uh, yeah. You play foosball with all your friends. No. So Wait. we're going from football to football. Oh, we all love that sound. It's so epic. It brings back so many emotions. That means we're talking about football, ladies and gentlemen. We're giving you our analysis for the over and unders for the AFC and NFC East. East. We're talking about football. It seems like it's way too hot outside to talk about football. But I'm excited to talk about some football. Yeah. So we uh, don't really plan this out much. So let's just start. Uh, do you guys want to go team by team? Is that the best way to, to, to go through? Uh, yeah. Okay, let's go team by team. We'll start with the AFC, Mike. Uh, your first team, let's let's start with, we'll go in reverse order, right? Let's go in the team you think you win the most games versus the team you think the least games. 
that sound fair? Why don't we just do the same team? Okay, Dolphins, Mike, what do you think? <laughs> uh, surprisingly, um, I have the Dolphins. I looked over their schedule. They have the weakest of all the AFC East schedules. Um, I think they're going to be a surprise team this year. Uh, they they seem to have their their shit together at some point. And the other the other teams in the division are are a little shaky right now. So I've got Miami actually winning 10 games, which would, I believe, put them slightly over. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I think I have them winning the division. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Wow. I think this wow. division is going to be a, a, a little better than mediocre this year. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. I'm still yeah. processing some of the things you just said there. But uh, while I process that, Dave, uh, are, are you uh, aligned with that thinking? Nope. Um, anyway. <laughs> and here's the reasons why. Um, okay. Tyree Kill is uh, he's questionable at the start of the season here. Uh, I th- think he's still banged up. I, I don't think he's going to be 100%. And two is one more hit away from ending his career. Um, I just I feel bad like for the Billy guy. Bob? Yes, yes, exactly. So <laughs> without those two guys right there, I just don't think that they're good enough. Uh, so that's why I have them going under the nine and a half games um, before the season starts here. Hmm. 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 So like, just like, gonna flip a coin now. No, <laughs> uh, I get to always go last. The the uh, you said they have the easiest. Uh, season lineup uh, for for this group in the AFC East. I disagree yes. with that statement. I okay. do think they have the easiest beginning half of the season uh, by far. I actually think they may win five out of their six first games. Wow. That's how confident I feel. But Dave's right. If you know, if Tua Tua Tui gets gets hit one more time, he may be dead. And that would be sad, but maybe he won't. And maybe, maybe he has something to prove. I have, a, I'm pretty confident here that the, the over is solid. I have them at, um, at winning 11 games. I think that when I went through the list, I have them at 11. So that means a pretty solid over that nine and a half uh, line that they have on it. And as long as they stay healthy, as long as they have a quarterback, they can reliably prop up back there. I think they have a chance of winning uh, the division as well, Mike. So I, I'm, okay. with I, I'm with you. I'm with you. What's that? You're I said see. <laughs> but it all depends on the quarterback. So it depends on how you feel, what's going to happen with uh, the quarterback situation in the Dolphins. But I think if he stays healthy and he plays, I think they have a good chance to win the division. Okay. So that's uh, Mike's and over, Dave's and under, Jeff's and over for Dolphins. Let's go on to Buffalo Bills. Mm. Ooh. Let's uh, let's go switch it up. Let's go Dave first this time. Oh sure. Um, I we have their total right now at ten and a half. Yes. As long as Stefan Diggs can can keep his mouth shut and just play the freaking game, um, I think that they're going to go over the ten and a half. Um, they won thirteen games last year. I I don't I think they'll win eleven to twelve this year. I think Josh Allen still has uh you know a good uh season. I think their defense is good. Um, I mean, that's the reason why they're going to win. Uh, so they have, they're, they're, they're good on both sides of the ball. 
the I don't think that they go much farther. I think they have that Buffalo Bills curse of that they'll they'll make it through the first round of the playoffs and then they'll get beat by a Cincinnati or something like that. So um, that that'll be my preview for the AFC North. So you are over ten and a half for Bills. Yes. All right. But enjoy the regular season, Bills fans. You're used to because <laughs> you're gonna lose in the postseason. All right, Dave. No, not Dave. Mike, what do you think about the Bills at ten and a half? Um, I have the Bills winning nine total games, which would be under. Uh, their schedule is tough. They got to play. Uh, back end of their schedule is is pretty brutal. They've got Bengals, Broncos, Bucks, Jets. Eagles, Chiefs, Cowboys, Chargers. I mean, they got a first-place schedule, uh, and they're playing a lot of teams that are going to give them a lot of trouble. Uh, they're, uh, they're going at to Kansas City, which will make Jeff happy. They're going to San Diego. Uh, they're going to the Eagles. They're going to Cincinnati. So, I think they're going to struggle a bit, and there's some turmoil, as uh, Dave said. Uh, Diggs is, is keeps running his mouth, and that's their only real weapon. And they can't run the ball. The, Josh Allen is their top runner, and they didn't address that. So, I think they're 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 a team that's on the decline. Uh, I don't. I think they had their peak and they missed it. So, I got them coming back to earth and being the regular Buffalo team that sucks. Because as we know, Jeff, Buffalo sucks. That's right. All right. So, uh, my God, I hate always agreeing with Mike. I hate it, but I agree with you, Mike. I am I'm sorry. Uh, I'm a, I, I, I do good. I, I'm good, Mike. Good. I actually marked this as more of a stay away because I had them right around ten. Um, every time I looked at it, so it's ten and a half. So it's just not enough for me to really say strongly over, strongly under. But if I had to pick one, because that's what we have to do here, I do pick the under. I think they have an incredibly difficult schedule. It is very difficult. Uh, and I do agree that they have kind of peaked and are on the decline. Josh Allen's injuries um, are not something. I mean, I don't think people are talking enough about that because uh, it's it's going to be uh, something they have to contend with for the whole season. And uh, I just don't know. I just think I think they they we saw some cracks in in what they how they played last year a bit, and it's going to continue to spread. But they do have a chance to win a lot of home games. It looks like uh, <clears throat> their home game schedule is is not uh, you know it's it's tough, but it's not as bad as they are on the road. And on the road, I think they're going to have a lot of difficulty here. So, anyways, so it means if you're in Buffalo and you want to go to a game, it's not going to be six feet of snow and you're trapped in it. Go uh, go to a game and enjoy the home games. They might win, but on the road, I expect the Bills to lose, and um, I'm putting them at ten wins. So that puts me in an under for for the Bills. That's an under and under for Mike and Jeff, and an over for Dave. All right, yay, Mike. Back yay. to you for <laughs> Mike for the Jets. Oh, I know where he's going on this. Uh, the Jets. Uh... They did not – the schedule makers did not do them any favors at all. (laughs) Like, here's a good quarterback, and we're just going to send you through the gauntlet. They start – they start – wait, where do they start? They They, start – They start against Buffalo. Buffalo. Then they go to Dallas. Wait. New England. Eh. They throw the show to the Browns? Broncos, Eagles. Then they're by. They're going to start off – Oh, yeah. One and five. They'll start off one and five before – 
they hit their bye week when they finally get together. Then their schedule eases up a little bit towards the end. So I think they're going to be a hot team at the end where they have a very, very, very easy last five games. So Sounds here's the thing. the oh. It depends on how they do in that first block before that. If they go one and one and five, I still have them winning eight games. If they can, I mean, if they actually squeeze out two wins there, I think they actually win 10, which doesn't make any more sense. Why would they win one more in the block? Wouldn't they just go up to nine? I think they'll be in a better spot and they'll have gelled a little quicker than I imagine. But if you, you can almost bet that they will have a one, two, three, four, six game win streak at the end of the year. Yeah. Yeah. It just gets very easy for them. Yeah, so, I lose the Dolphins, in my opinion, but I, I'm with you. Yep. So I got them at I got I, I I wrote eight, which is I think. Wait, did I write eight? Eight would be under. It's nine eight and a half. Under, yes. So where are they? I think the I think the AFC East. Every team has a brutal schedule. They have to play the NFC East, which is funny that we're previewing them. And they got to play the AFC West, which are both very strong conferences. So, can you re- please restate your over or under position for the Jets for the audience and me? Under, under. You've yes, got some winning eight. So they have a real tough beginning of the season, yet they can win a bunch at the end. Yes. Okay. Gotcha for the Jets, uh, Dave. Uh, do you agree or disagree with that statement? I do agree with the under. Um... But I, you know, the thing is, you're giving two games right there to Buffalo, so that's why I think that, that Buffalo is going to go over. Um, they start off at Buffalo. I think that that's going to be a great indicator. I think by about halfway or two thirds through the uh, the season, there, New York uh, media is going to be all over. Why the fuck are we paying this old guy this much money? And why why did we get away from Zach Wilson and that core that we we're that young core that we were building up through all the draft picks that we had, uh, you know, two years ago. So I still think they go under. I think the Jets will uh, come back. They had a great year last year, but I think they're going to come back to uh, um, reality. Uh, So I do have them going under nine and a half uh, just because they're going to get the shit beat out of them by the Buffaloes of the world and uh, all the rest of the tough teams that they have to play throughout their uh, um, outside of their division. Because I just, I think this division Buffalo's going to be good, but I just think it's going to be weaker uh, across the board. I think they'll split with New England. It, it is what it is. New England, thank God. You guys sold yourselves to the devil and won a bunch of championships, and now you guys will suck for the next 10 years until Belichick dies and goes to hell. <laughs> I thought we were talking about Wait, the Jets. Steal my thunder, Dave. Appreciate that. Uh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, well, I am going to take the uh, opposite opinion of both of you, uh, but the Jets, I think – I'm betting on I'm betting on my man Aaron Rodgers uh, to come in here and and do some damage. I think he's going to sneak out a few wins over what you guys woke up, Johnny. Are expecting <laughs> the uh, it's the beginning of the season is going to look bad for the Jets. Uh, it will. They're going to get beat. They're just going to get beat. And as long as they keep their heads in there, they have a lot of offensive weapons that are going to be on the field, and they're going to be able to put up some some points. And again, they're going to sneak out some wins that I think people aren't expecting. So I don't have them as a huge over. I have them at ten. They're at nine and a half. When I look at their schedule, they I think they I think Mike is. I'm with Mike here. They're going to win 
uh, much of their last six games, uh, five or six, five of the six last games. I think they have a chance of winning pretty solidly. Um, so uh, that the loan puts me uh, in the camp of just with the other few games, just in, in the in the balance with what uh, what Aaron Rodgers is going to be able to do. He's plus he's going to come on and have to prove something. And he's, anyways, I, I think they're they're poised for a better season than people are giving him credit for. So I'm taking a slight over here. I wouldn't I uh, wouldn't bet it heavy by any means, but I do think that uh, the Jets came in with uh, ten wins for the for the season. So let's go right back to Dave for the Patriots because he kind of had a little teaser there about what he felt about Belichick. And here we are selling souls again to the devil. It seems to be a common theme when we talk about football. But yeah. uh, but I am at seven and a half, Dave, for uh, for the Patriots. Uh, do you like that over or under? Yeah, I mean, I really think that you could flip a coin on this just because, you know, I think that Belichick, again, is still a great coach. But you got Mac Jones, who's, you know, good old dead eyes uh, in the backfield there. And he throws picks like no another. So I like, uh, I have to go with New England under seven and a half. It's going to be close. They could win seven games, they could win eight games. I think Vegas has got this thing dead on. But, you know, if I'm going to do anything, I'm going to root against Belichick because, again, he is the devil. The devil. The devil. Mike, do you agree with Belichick being the devil? I agree with Belichick being the devil. I only have him winning five games. How about that? I think this been waiting 20 years for this season to happen because again I even put down that we actually show that Belichick really isn't a genius he just had Tom Brady and he also had he he did squeeze every last inch of every rule out that he could possibly do and they had to actually and they actually made rules to protect him (laughs) as they went with holding receivers and stuff like that. It was, it was ridiculous. So I think all of the, the soul selling is finally going to catch up to him and he's going to move on to Cincinnati every week and just be grumpy the entire season. It's going to be fun. His press conference is going to be interesting, but again, I don't, I don't like their quarterback. They don't have anybody in, they didn't draft a quarterback. I'm like, I don't know what they're doing. Nobody knows what they're doing. Yeah. They don't, I, I can't name anyone on their offense, and their defense isn't that good either. I, I don't I don't know what he's doing, so I'm just going to say he's just going to lose. You're going to lose. Again, <laughs> <laughs> I win. Yeah, I, uh, I'm with you again, Mike, and I think we're all in agreement here on this one. Um, I think the Patriots uh, have a better chance of seeing Belichick wear sleeves with his hoodie than win seven games. So that's <laughs> so neither of those are actually going to happen, uh, dude, to be honest with you. They're going to get beat up in the division. They have, you know, it, one of the funny stats is that they are the second highest grossing uh, team in the NFL, and and you're just going to see them get pummeled, and the the, uh, the 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 ratings and all the Fairweather fans and all the crap that we saw for so many years just start to go down. And this is just the beginning of the end for all the reasons that have already been stated, but I just want to reiterate that they seem to have no plan of what they're going to put out on the field. They're not going to be favored in many games at all this season. Uh, maybe three, four games. I have them winning uh, somewhere between five and six because I felt bad for them. Uh, and exactly, Never like, well, feel maybe, bad for them. Right, like, well, maybe they'll sneak out another one. But I think they're going to be right around five or six. So that makes me a solid under. And actually, actually, uh, and I'll ask you guys this question too, but I, I'm going to take the under seven and a half for the Patriots. So we're all in agreement there. If you had to pick one that you were most confident in for your pick that we just talked about for the AFC East for your overs and unders, 
I'll start because I went last on the rest of them. My most confident pick is the under for the Patriots. Um, I, everything I looked at, I was kind of close with Bills and kind of close with Jets. I think the Dolphins are going to be a little better than, than expected too, but um, no, no, no one's going to be as bad as the as the Patriots, and it's going to be a real stinker. So I take that under as my most confident pick for over and unders for the AFC East. Uh, Mike, what do you think about your most confident pick? Damn it. I was hoping you'd start with Dave. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, sports. <laughs> you lost that bet too. Uh, I, I, damn it. I, I don't feel confident about any of these. Cause that, that, like I said, the schedule looks so brutal for all these. And I think I picked every under in this division, except for Miami. Uh, I think I'm going to be most confident with my. Mm. Uh, I'm going to say New England under because I picked it under by two and a half games. So, yes, yeah. I'll go New England under. Took you a long time to copy my fucking pick. Dave, I didn't want you. to. There's no other picks. <laughs> Dave, what do you think? I think Aaron Rodgers goes back into a dark cave again, and uh, <laughs> they're going with the Jets under nine and a half as my most confident pick. <laughs> nice. I think they're so depressed at the end of the season, they are not going to win five or six of their last games. So that'll keep them nice. under the nine and a half. Nice, 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 nice. All right. So that wraps up our AFC East review for over and unders. Let's move it over to the NFC. Since I picked on uh, Mike, I'll pick on you, Dave. Why don't you kick us off with the Eagles? What do you think? Oh, fly Eagles, fly. Ten and a half games. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. These guys are good. They're very, very good on both sides of the ball. They're fantastic. As long as everybody stays healthy, you will have the Philadelphia Eagles going over their ten and a half. Solid. That's it. Mike, do you agree or disagree? Where are you at on that? I Damn it. I agree. Uh, they, they have a, a mixed schedule. They have a tough schedule, obviously, because they're a Super Bowl champ, but they're just too talented. Um, they, uh, I don't think they're going to be, I, I don't think they're going to have the Super Bowl hangover, which is normal for whoever loses the Super Bowl. Uh, but this should be the first repeat division winner in a long time for the, uh, NFC East. I think it's going to be like almost 10 years. They haven't had a repeat winner. So I think the uh, the Eagles, I got them winning 11, which puts them over by a half, which last I check is just enough. <laughs> they have a chance. Their schedule is set up perfectly for them in the beginning. Their bye week is week 10. So yeah. it's perfect for them to come in. They could legitimately maybe lose one game in the first half of the season. They got at New England, at home versus Minnesota, at Tampa Bay, who who knows who their quarterback's going to be. Right. Um, at home versus Washington. Mm. At L.A., at the Jets, at home versus Miami, at Washington. So they got to play Washington twice in the first half, and then at home versus Dallas. Right. They That's their only out, hard game is against Dallas. They could come out of that as 8-1 and one yep. in the first half of the season and then take a week off and take a break. I mean, they're set up perfectly. To repeat, I agree. Fucking fixed. Their schedule is too easy <laughs> for the first half. It really is. Uh, right. for, such a, for such a good team, like Jalen Hurts coming back. Plus, they probably had one of the 
the better offseason moves to make, right, to, to load up their team. I think that is uh is solid uh for them to 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 bring on the talent they have to continue with uh what they're building with here. I have them as the over easy as well. I mean, ten and a half seems a bit low uh here. So uh yeah, I don't have much more to add than that. The Eagles are going to win a lot of games, especially like Dave just mentioned, all the way up to uh their bye week. They have have a lot of opportunities to win. <laughs> They could come in with a bit of a hangover. They could come in a little bit and and maybe uh, give one or two of those games away. But I'm not sure. I'm not sure that'll happen. Uh, I'm not sure enough to say that it won't affect their total of. I'm at 12, uh, winning 12 games, and I was pretty conservative there. So they look really good, and I agree that they were going to be a re- repeat uh, division winner that Mike Mike stated. So fly Eagles, fly! We're all in agreement, which means they're gonna suck. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Mike, uh, let's jump over to another hated team, Cowboys. Uh, how do you feel about them this year? How about them, Cowboys? You know what? They're they're always a tough team to pick. Uh they have talent. They have good talent. They don't have Super Bowl talent. They have I looked at their schedule and it's either they're playing either really good teams or really bad teams. And awesome. they have a tough schedule this year. And they've got to play the they got to play um Detroit, which is going to be much improved. They got to play obviously the Eagles twice, they got to play the Bills, they got to play the Dolphins, the Seahawks, but then they play the Panthers, the Giants twice, the Rams, the I think they're playing Arizona and the I mean and the Raiders. So, oh, that's preseason. Sorry. I got them right at 10 wins. Um, which I don't know if that's over or under. So nine and a half games was the over under, so that would put them over. Really? So I got to. I guess I got them at over. Uh, they'll they'll feign like they're a good team, and then they'll choke in the playoffs. Uh, but I do have them winning ten games, so I think they'll go ten and seven because they have a, they they have a hard schedule, but then they have some real cupcakes in there. It's kind of like Alabama's football schedule. <laughs> nice i like that uh dave what do you think about the cowboys i think they go nine and nine um or nine and eight and nine and eight i mean i'm sorry nine and eight yeah there's 17 games this year don't they wait, hold on wait let yeah, me check right? yes yep, so yep they do have a winning record but they're gonna be they're gonna be under the nine and a half uh mostly because of the fact that they play san francisco um they got philly twice uh, they got Buffalo. Uh, I, I think they're going to have just a difficult season here and it's Dallas. Um, they're not that you saw when, um, they lost Coop last year and, as a wide receiver. Um, so I think that the, their production went down dramatically. So I think you got them at uh, nine and eight, uh, which would put them under for, uh, the total. Nice. All right. Well, they've had two. Uh, twelve game winning seasons, right? The last last two years, uh, Prescott was uh, hurt much of of last year, and they also um changed up their coaching staff uh, a bit. So there's a lot of unknowns here about what what can actually happen. I think we're all feeling it with uh your the review so far, not really having them solid one way or the other. But uh, you know, I had to had to go one way with this, and I actually went with the the over, and I'm kind of kind of rethinking my my stance. I have them at ten wins, so it wasn't, of course, strong. But is as Dave was mentioning, especially in the latter part of the the season, it really all comes down to because I mean, the Eagles are going to be tough for them. 
um, they're going to have some challenges along the ways uh, because of that. But also what we talked about earlier with the AFC East, it just depends on how the Bills and Dolphins are playing at the end of the season to see if the Cowboys are going to be able to to come in with a with another winning season uh, uh, this year. So I don't know. I still don't know. I think I, I think this is probably my my most uncertain pick. But I do have them winning 10 so far going into our conversation. I feel a little less confident about it as we talked about it. So I have them as an over, but it's just a light over. Just a barely, just a little, little pinch over the over of, of nine and a half games. And, uh, yeah, I think you have to keep an eye on how they're uh, they're going to perform. I think there's a lot of a lot of things we just don't know about what's going to happen with it with the Cowboys and, and the way their season is, is scheduled. So, right. all right. So that was – The nice thing is, is that if you bet that total – the last game they play is against the Commanders, yeah, which will probably be a win. So, because they got a brutal game the week before that 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 Lions Cowboys game on the thirtieth, that's going to be a good game. They have Eagles, yeah. Bills, Dolphins, Lions. The last four, but so before they get to the Commanders, are going to be questionable for the Cowboys. Oh yeah, Dallas always likes to have that one game though that it should be the easy one for them to win, and then they end up losing by thirty. Right. At home. And Jerry Who do they goes play on nuts. Thanksgiving? Oh. Washington. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, it's Washington. So they have a pretty easy game on Thanksgiving as well. As they always do. But hopefully they lose it because, you know, screw you, Cowboys. <laughs> All right. So that was uh, what did we end up with? Two overs and an under? Is that what that we ended up with for, for Cowboys? Sure. I think so. But there, no one seemed very confident about any of those picks. To be honest, no. no one, no one sounded very confident about any of those. No. So let's go to no. one where maybe we can feel a little more confident about. I don't know. How do you guys feel about the Giants, uh, Mike? Oof. How do you feel about the Giants? The Giants. Oops, that's Cowboys. Hold on, Giants. I have them. Surprisingly, I've got them winning nine games as well. Um, they have some pretty easy games in there. Uh, they got to play the Cardinals. That AI. <laughs> Damn you, chat GPT. Uh, they play the Commanders twice. Uh, they play the Seahawks. They got the Raiders. Uh, they play the Patriots, Saints, Rams. And they did win a playoff game last year. Like, they've got a really good coach. Um, and he makes the most out of everything. So I got the Giants as kind of a surprise team, um, which is weird to say after a playoff team that you know, one, two, uh, did win a playoff game. Um, I think they'll win nine games. I think they'll go nine and eight, just like uh, I have the Dallas team. I think I have Dallas. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Getting all sorts of sound effects today. So I got the Giants at nine games, which I believe isn't over. All right. Dave, do you feel the same way for the over for the Giants? Yeah, actually, I do have the over for the Giants here. And I think uh, – you know, Daniel Jones isn't a bad quarterback, but he's not a great quarterback. But, you know, so he's a little bit above average. I think Saquon Barkley, I think this is his year to, like, have a, his final really great year. Um, I think he's getting up there in uh, dog years and running back years. Um, but they also, you know, I think this is, this is what's going to end up happening here. They're going to be sitting at eight games. And then they play Philly in the last game of the year. Philly's going to have everything locked up, and they're going to get their ninth win on Sunday, January 7th, to get it over the eight and a half. That is my prediction. Book it, Dano. <laughs> it has been booked. It's uh, been booked. Well, I disagree with you guys. Uh, I think that the that I'm going with the under eight and a half for the Giants. 
uh, was it the new head coach, right? New head coach. And, and Mike did mention the, the playoff win, but wasn't it their first playoff win in 10 years? Yeah. First time they made the playoffs in that long too, I think. Right. Right. No, it was the last year as a new, the new head coach, but um, I don't know. I looked at the, at the schedule and uh, I found them coming in a bit, uh, a bit under this. I hit them at, at eight games, uh, only winning eight for the eight and a half. I think that I could be, you know, it just depends on, on, and the offense that shows up for for the Giants, and if they can uh, actually play competitive games, which they were they didn't do a great job of last year, with uh, you know some easy games, they probably could have they could have won additional ones against the Cowboys or or Commanders even, but they seem to lose those uh, you know because they couldn't figure out which way to run the football. So uh, because of those challenges, I think that the Giants stay under stay under eight and a half. I'm trying to look real quick uh, just at the end of their season. I couldn't remember. Yeah, it's Eagles. So they're they're playing the Eagles late in the season. That's going to be a loss. Mm-hmm. Rams don't know. Oh, they play the Eagles again. That's a loss. Uh, yeah. Saints not sure. Packers unsure. Patriots probably a win. Commanders probably a win. So I'm right on the fence here, guys. Right on the fence. But I'm I'm, I'm gonna stick with my under at eight. Um, yeah, their their middle of the season schedule is pretty weak. So they're going to be on a hot streak for a while, and then then they get smacked around by the Eagles at the end. Kind of bring them back down to earth. Yep. Those Giants. All right. So, yeah, I met the under. You guys both took overs. So that's two overs and an under for the Giants. Dave, Commandos, what do you think about them this year? Are they going to win the Super Bowl? Hey, every once in a while, you got to go Commando because you forgot to do your underwear laundry. So, um, <laughs> this is they're, um, let's see here. Washington, seven and a half is our over under that we have on this thing. Um, Who's their quarterback? Young? Nobody knows. You got you got Sam Howell in there that oh. I think he played oh. one game last year. Here's my here's my prediction. They're gonna say, let you know what? We're gonna start with the rookie. We're gonna roll through this. And in about four or five games, they're gonna go to who? Jacoby Brissett. And he's gonna be able to give them some life. But just like when he did with the Browns, it's just not enough. And so I got Washington under seven and a half for the season, just because they are in a really tough division. They're going to lose twice to Philly. They're going to lose twice to the Giants. They're going to split with Dallas. And then they're going to get the shit beat out of them by the rest of the folks. So under seven and a half. Good luck to Kobe. We love you. (laughs) Mike, Commanders winning the Super Bowl? No, no, (laughs) no, no. I, I, again, they 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 play some really bad teams for sure. They'll they'll get some wins, but I got them winning about five games. <laughs> um, they got a tough schedule. One of their, I mean, they got to play the 49ers. They got to play, obviously, their division. They got to play Dallas twice. They got to play the Giants twice. They got to play yeah. Eagles twice. Yeah. Uh, they got to play the Jets at the end when I think they'll be playing better. They play the Seahawks. They play the Bills. I mean. Yeah, it's a it's a tough schedule for them. And again, they have no quarterback in the NFL. You need a quarterback, as as proven by every team the last decade. So they don't have the quarterback figured out. They don't have any real weapons that I know of. Their defense is pretty good. They're gonna win five games. Not good. <laughs> not 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 gonna like them at all. Yeah, <laughs> not, yet, not, yet, not gonna work here. Not yet. Yes. Not gonna win the division. That's for damn sure. Uh, 
Yeah, they're they're the worst team in the division. I agree. Um, I'm also taking the under here. When you think about it, they had a better offense last year. They only averaged 18.9 points per game, and they only won eight games last season with the better offense than what we're seeing right. that they're going to put up this year. So I yeah, you can go back and forth on some of these games and their schedule, but just overall, given the experience and talent they're going to be putting on the field, I'm confident, uh, pretty confident here that it's it's around six games uh, that they're going to win overall, which puts them handily under their seven and a half. Uh, right. Sam Howell, I just, you know, sorry, man, you're not going to be around long. And the, uh, yeah, the commanders uh, are just going to be kind of an embarrassment. So sorry. Sorry, guys, but that's true. Plus, they have all sorts of stuff going on with their owner, too, which doesn't help. Like, do you they even tell. have an owner at this point? <laughs> Wait, what's going on with their oh, owner? Did he get a, did get a handy? Not owners ever, Mike. <laughs> did he get a buddies. <laughs> little uh, uh, handy at the masseuse power parlor, that kind of thing with the owner? Or? Uh, no, no, that was that was New England, and that just oh. went away. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Yeah. 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 Apparently, he, he sold his soul, too, just to. Okay, you gotta laugh at that. That guy's a billionaire. He yeah. went to the very cheap massage place, then flew to Vegas to watch it. Like you're in Vegas, you can go get it legally there, and you have the money. Yeah. Those are rumors. I don't know this for sure. But the maybe, he's, maybe, maybe he likes her. Yeah, I think it's, it's the small hands. hands. It's the small hands. <laughs> it makes it. <laughs> <a lot. laughs> <laughs> is it supposed to be that soft <laughs> why don't you try using the other hand uh, oh, yeah, <laughs> I love this excuse why I kept my socks on good job <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where we just where went was gentlemen. Your sock, was your sock strategically placed what, what are you talking about here I don't know I don't know what the hell just happened um, Dave for your confidence pick, the biggest pick, the one you would say to your friends and family to say, put your money on this one. What uh, what team would you pick for the over and under for the NFC East? Philly over 10 and a half. Yep, no brainer. No Mike? Yeah. <laughs> Just, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go with, I'm going to give Mike a yeah too. I, I think that's, it's, it's an obvious pick here for the division. Like they are going right. with their schedule. They How did they get that schedule? How? How it was said before, it's like the schedules are all set. Like the, the NFL isn't doing anything nefarious here. That's a big word for me this morning. Nefarious. So wait, hold on. When were the schedules set? In 2020? They're, they're already like all planned out. Like they know who's gonna play each other uh every year because it yeah. rotates. That's what a schedule is. No. I know next year's schedule, who's playing who. It's so, they, so, so they know next year. They know 2024 season. They know who's going to be playing who. Yes. 2025. Yes. 2026. Yes. <laughs> Try me again. I think that's think that's not, No. I think yes. that's not. That can't be true because they they have the um you know the, like the uh the, the games in in London and the games in Mexico City. They know which teams. Oh, you're right. That's just the location. You're right. Yes. You're right. You're right. You're right. And when you're right, you're no, right. You're not saying. <laughs> you're right. So, all right. So that wraps up our review here. Getting ready for football season. Man, that slaps. I like it. Uh, all right. You're so, so hip and with it, Jeff. 
What's that, Dave? You're so hip and with it with your <laughs> young slang. <laughs> oh, you should check out my drip and my whip. I don't think I want to. No, not at all. I don't want to see anything dripping on Jeff. Uh, it's all my drip. My drip, drip. All right. So that uh, brings us to our extra innings. And I know this has been a wild journey so far. Thanks for joining us this whole time. But now let's get into any news that anybody would like to share. Mike, over to you with our repository of useless news. What do you got? Yes. Uh, I got to pick again on the uh, former Packer quarterback, the current Jet quarterback, not named Aaron Rodgers. I mean, not named Brett Favre, but I am going to go with Aaron Rodgers kind of did a dick move. He's going to make like, what, $106, $107 million in the last two years? The next two years. That's what he signed. And highest paid, whatever. He's starting a business. It's going to be some sort of IMDB for uh, athletes. So you can look up, oh, what did this guy play? Where did he go to college? Kind of like how you can look up movie dates credits. Good idea. He went out and crowdsourced $1.2 million. Got money from random people who will get no investment in it. Like you're you're starting your own company and you're going to go out and crowdfund it. Like you've made $180 million already in your NFL career. You have another $100 million coming, not to mention all your endorsements. And you can't just pony up your own money. You're just going to get it from all these random people who who know your name and just spend their money and give them nothing in return. Not even an investment. <laughs> like it's just give me money to start my company. Yeah. So I mean, I, come on, I agree dude. that's a dick move, and I'm with you on it because he does have enough money to just front. That's not even that much money for him. Like he, he could have easily put up right. that, that amount of cash. But I just I'll take the other side of it just for sake of 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 thinking this through. If you do crowdsource something like this, the point of it probably is not so much the money. It's to get the people interested. You get them in invested. You get the little skin in the game. You get them talking about it. You get the exposure. You get podcasts like ours talking about it, and it becomes a bigger deal. I never even heard of this before you mentioned it today. I'm sure a lot of people in our audience may not have heard of this either. So that part of it is is part of the scheme to, to raise awareness and to get people interested in it um, overall. So they pony up a little bit of cash. They're going to tell their friends. They're going to be like, hey, I invest in this thing with Aaron Rodgers. Ha, 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 ha. And that's that's part of the plan, I think, because it can't be about the money. Right. Uh, but give those people something. Like yeah. give them something in return. If you're going to invest in this, say, you know, you know you're, you're an owner. Kind of do it like a stock thing. But yeah, you're right. You're right. Don't just take the money and give them nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, plus you're Aaron Rodgers. All you have to do is go out and film a commercial. Everyone's gonna watch it. True. I mean, there's there's other companies that have started where they didn't need a crowdsource to get interest in it. True. True. So I don't know. I was just thinking about I was thinking about why they would do such a thing. You're right, because it doesn't make a lot of sense. But I do hear that ayahuasca sales are through the roof. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> I'd be like Bezos going out and 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 uh, crowdsourcing for his next adventure. You're like, no, <laughs> like you literally make millions of dollars. Like Elon went out and raised capital to buy Twitter. Yeah, he did, but I'm assuming he raised capital to give them an investment. It's true. not that is true. Yeah, that is true. It's, it's so you're not crowdsourcing. These people are getting nothing. They're just giving cash to right to to a charity. Basically, you're not going to get anything back. Right, right. That's I don't right. know. That didn't That's sit nice. well with me. Yeah, he should do something special for those people, like just show up their house and 
have a beer with them. That'd be cool. Or take them out on a retreat. Ooh, that's a good idea. <laughs> we go to the dark cave for the next three days. <laughs> All right. That's uh yeah, that's an interesting story, Mike. Anything else you got for news? Um, I got um uh, oh I got one. Really? Dave's got one. Dave, what do you got? I got one for you. I want to congratulate the end of a career for this guy who's uh, interviewing uh, (laughs) random people at the NHL draft. So if you guys didn't know, the NHL draft was uh, taking place down in Nashville. So he hits the streets to do street, you know, interviews with folks. Okay. So he goes through and he starts, he he finds a random dude on, on on the street, starts asking questions like, okay, let's see how much, you know, how knowledgeable people in Nashville actually know uh, hockey. So he goes up to this guy, starts asking questions, name 20 uh, NHL players right now. But you know, who do you think is going to be drafted? All this. Da, 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 da. Turns out he's interviewing the Blackhawks GM. <laughs> and had no clue. So this guy's yes. going out there trying to do that beat on the street, kind of like, you know, what, you know. Jimmy Kimmel does and stuff like that. And turns out that he has no fucking clue who he's talking to and makes that's an funny. ass out of it. Yeah, that's funny. Well, well, the funny part of that is I think Chicago has the number one overall pick. And the yeah. guy asked him, he goes, do you think it was rigged for Chicago to get the number one pick? And he goes, no. It was not, no. <laughs> it's like a definitive no, no thinking. It was. It's pretty damn funny. So, uh, Kyle Davidson, we give you credit for playing along with him and everything like that, but <laughs> he's definitely getting the last laugh here. Oh yes, yes. That is- that was like, did you see the this when this NFL schedule came out and they interviewed the the people? They showed the logos and they asked what the team name was. No. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh my god, it was like the. It was like the Cincinnati Bears, and they're like, da, 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 and it would put down the Cincinnati Bears, like week six against the Cincinnati Bears, because all the people couldn't figure it out. <laughs> they were picking baseball teams. They were just making everything up. It was so funny. That's, That's old news, but I still enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. But, Dave, I do like the interview. That's funny, because either that was a just a horrible, horrible twist of luck where you pull somebody and you don't know who it is and the person wants to play along with it. Like it was a series of things that had to happen there to, uh, to get the situation as it, as it unfolded, the real kicker should have been, they can name 20 people in the NHL. That's you gotta be a GM or part of a team to be able to do that. (laughs) Right. Well, I think the way he worded is like, how many NHL players can you name? And then he just started listing all these goes, wow, those are some names. I haven't heard it. They were all, they were all Chicago players. He goes, oh, they're all Blackhawks, right? Because yeah. Awesome. So one big news that I have that I'm surprised nobody else brought up, but I'll bring it up is that the NFL suspends four more players for gambling violations. Can you believe that off-season gambling violations are getting suspensions uh, that are somewhere indefinite? There are right now one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine people suspended for 2023 already for that are either indefinite or for six games for gambling-related offenses. Uh, wow. All I got to say is these suspensions started right when our podcast did, so yeah. we apologize. I know we're we're good, but. NFL players, you should listen, but don't partake. Right, right. So, I mean, our, our deepest apologies go out to Rashad Berry, Stanley Berry Hill, Quintez Sifis, I don't know, CJ right. Moore, Nicholas Patetti, Fifri, 
uh, Isaiah Rogers, Demetrius Taylor, Shaka Tony. <laughs> oh my God! Oh, like I want you players. to read names at a graduation. <laughs> so bad. Named, no, that's legitimately the guy's name from Washington. His name. Shaka I know, Tony. but I want you to stand up there and do graduation for for when you <laughs> when your son graduates. I want you to be the guy announcing the names. <laughs> you know, just like uproar at a graduation yeah. ceremony nine out of ten names were butchered <laughs> the last time i read names it was 20 years in the inner city so uh, i'm gonna do my best hey aaron you know, i mean four of the players were you know, played for detroit one two three four yeah. that's gonna hurt right that's big yeah, yeah. Uh, and colts too there were a lot of colts uh, yeah two yeah two for the colts uh tennessee poor demetrius taylor who's a free agent good luck pal <laughs> yeah yeah, not gonna not gonna play in the NFL this year. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. They're cracking down yeah, on it. And they're saying that the investigation the investigations uh, did not find any evidence of game manipulation, but uh, they are saying the uh, the integrity of of the NFL is is what they're trying to protect here more than anything else. It's the image of these guys blatantly gambling and being ridiculous in their gambling and 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 uh, the the public nature of what they're doing. So the NFL's like, screw you, you're done. Good luck. I hope you won your bets. You know, it's kind of. I, I think it's kind of difficult, though. I mean, so I, I get this. Don't bet on the NFL. These are these are the the key rules. Don't bet on the NFL. Don't gamble at your team facility while traveling for a road game or staying at the team hotel. That's not hard. Don't have someone bet for you. Okay. Right. Don't share team inside information. That's pretty important. Right. Uh, don't enter a sports book during the NFL playing season. Right. Okay. Don't play daily fantasy football. I don't know about that one. I, you know, I think the fantasy football, I think that's kind of fun for them to do. And you know what? If, if there's nothing going on with it, if they can't win any money for it, which we all know they're all still betting it, um, but it's fantasy football. Well, if you bet on your, like, you can bet individual players. So let's say you're a receiver and you have over under, like, eight catches and you're at seven, you bet the under and you're like, Oh, drop that one. <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm thinking, I'm saying fantasy football, like, okay, here's your, you, you did a draft. You did your starting lineup. I don't, I don't see any harm in that, That's but I, it, daily daily is you can bet. Like, oh, I got you. I got you. I got you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They can play fantasy football, but they can't bet the daily, daily fantasy football. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Right. I'm with you. And let right next in this, it's funny, in the article that I'm reading, the ad right next to it is DraftKings Sportsbook. <laughs> America. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I agree with all those rules, though. I, I, I think that just out of out of uh, optics, I think though that's why those rules are in place. I don't think it really stops anything, and I don't really think it's really that big of a, of a deterrent. If these people want to bet on stuff they can. Just, there's a couple idiots that, that get caught and are flagrant about it. But I, I I don't know. I think people want to bet. Let them fucking bet. Like it's it's I don't know. I just don't. I understand that you shouldn't do it, and I understand there's rules for like insider trading for you know stocks, and it's kind of you know the insider knowledge you have on a, on a game may give feel like you have an advantage. But so what? You know, so what? It doesn't yeah, change. You know what? It's well. Why isn't Pete Rose in the uh, in the Hall of Fame then? Because right. he bet on baseball, and right. in he he, pre- he bet on his team to win. Yeah. Right. 
So yeah, I, I, don't, I think there's just a stigma with with gambling that doesn't make a lot of sense, and I think it's going away a little bit. I think the, the things have changed, right, with all the online available of uh, sports books, except in California, and and you know the the the, the ubiquity of, of any kind of casino and other betting places around the world uh, that makes it so easy. And now that's on your phone, click click, you're putting a bet. I think that's just a, it's it's the, the there's a perception of where it was like in the dark alleys where it was so restricted and you had to go find a house that was having like late night poker games and you'd play late there and it was bad like it's not the same anymore like it, it could be fun <laughs> it could be a lot oh. of fun and yeah. I think it, it was responsibly right of course anybody can abuse anything I, I used to eat too many combos and that's just you know that's just, I could abuse that like there's <laughs> nothing wrong with that Jeffrey. <laughs> But I'm just saying that that anything can be abused and you shouldn't look at just the, the people who obviously have a problem that need, shouldn't do it, shouldn't do it. Same with drinking, same with drugs, same with a lot of things. But it doesn't mean everybody shouldn't do it. Like, it doesn't I mean, I don't know. Right. Well, it, it they're, it's, it's a, they're very much hypocritical on this because, again, as Jeff was saying, they didn't want any teams in Vegas. Now they've got multiple teams in Vegas. Yep. And – they also wanted nothing to do with gambling. Now you can gamble inside the stadium on play. Uh-huh. Like yeah. they're partnered with it. It's kind of like live in PGA. They 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 yelled at these players for not being loyal, taking the blood money. And what do they do? Oh, we'll take the blood money. Why not? Right. right. Like right. it all comes down to where they can make the most money and their morals go right out the door with it. What's an investment? What's an investment in a company? It's a bet that they're they're gonna they're gonna be able to provide some kind of uh, enough income to 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 pay out yeah. on that that investment. Same thing you do with the sports team. The reason why these billionaires buy sports teams is because they want to make a shit ton of money. So that's a gamble. Like they don't know what's gonna happen. It's a risk. They have to assess, invest appropriately, work appropriately, yeah. and hopefully get a return. Same thing with, in, with any kind of bet. It's not my, about money, Jeff. It's about a shitload of money. <laughs> well, in, you're going to laugh at this. I can actually have a little inside here. In my brief conversation with three sports teams owners. Oh, I know. Fancy Mike. Uh, let, me, let me whip it out. <laughs> <laughs> What's blocking the screen? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I asked them all, what's it like owning a team? And they all said, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> they, <laughs> they more than likely, it's just a toy for most of them. And they do make money, but most of them are just doing it for a toy. Yeah. It, it is. At least status. the three that I've talked to. Yeah. It is a status symbol. Yes. yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I don't know. I, I feel bad for these guys who placed the bet and they got screwed, but they know the rules. That's another part of this equation, right? You know the rules. You broke them. You got, you got, you got caught and you got to pay the price. Whatever. I don't agree with the rules, but that, that was the rules. Yes. I I should probably tell the one story. Uh, I was in an event and uh, I was kind of running it and there was this older lady. They couldn't get up the stairs to the porta potty to use those and she asked me can i use the owner's house restroom i'm like oh absolutely she's like you know i'll guide you in where to go and the the her son came with me just to be like yeah you know i'll walk in there too she used the restroom and the and the uh, playoffs were on because this isn't made so the basketball playoffs were on and Cavs are playing and he he goes man i've been coming to these events so long i remember when the lakers were good because this is when the lakers sucked and I said, oh, yeah, we just recently, you know, from Cleveland, we just won the championship. This was, like, I think it was 2017. He's like, yeah, that was a great championship. And I said, we should have had two, but the damn 
Indians at the time, they lost in game seven. He goes, oh, yeah, I was rooting for you guys. And I went, oh. I said, are you a baseball guy? And he laughs and he goes, well, I own the Brewers. And I go, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting that. <laughs> his, his mom came out. He goes, hey, Ma, he wants to know if I'm a baseball guy. And she just laughed. And then I asked him, like, I got to know, what's it like owning a baseball team? And he looks at me and goes, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> it was a cool conversation for sure. Yeah. He was just fucking with you. He didn't own shit. No, I looked him up. He, he did. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you. That's a great story, Mike. But that brings us on that high note. Let's wrap this excellent episode up. A uh, lot of good discussion, a lot of good picks. And boy, looking forward to football season already. So good stuff, everybody. If you like what you hear, make sure you download, like, and subscribe. Share it with friends. Share it with all your friends because they all could benefit from this great knowledge and, and entertainment because sharing is caring. And keep us uh, on with uh, Twitter with UBet underscore podcast all week long as we continue our summer fling bets and trash talking and other fun stuff out there on Twitter at UBet underscore podcast. Thanks for joining us today, everybody. May the odds forever be in your favor. And uh, good luck in your bets, everyone. See ya. Peace.